It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Welcome to this very special Thanksgiving episode of Kennedy Saves the World. A lot of people, when they think about Thanksgiving, you know, obviously the the turkey is the star, but uh, the supporting players you would think are the side dishes and the desserts. Well, my next guest not only happens to be a congressional savant, he is Fox News senior congressional correspondent. Uh, He is also a whiskey scotch and bourbon connoisseur. And what Thanksgiving table would be complete without some important pairings. So we turn to the magical, mythical world of darker spirits with our very own Chad Pergram. Chad, welcome to Kennedy Saves the World. Hey, thanks for having me. So let's start with the turkey. Uh, what what do you pair with the turkey? Because I'm, I'm guessing you have about 300 different bottles of scotch whiskey and bourbon so so how do you how do you go with the bird well think about the saltiness that you have you know and and the whole theme here kennedy of pairing things you know with any meal is the same as what you would do you know with sweet and savory at a regular meal so obviously you want something that will match that saltiness or contrast itself with that saltiness so what I have written down here, there's one bourbon, and I'm more of a Scotch guy, to be clear. I've studied Scotch in Scotland from a, a program over there. We were just over in the Lowlands in August, um, and I visited something in the neighborhood of 55 to 60 distilleries total. So I, wow. I, this is something that I, I kind of go, but mostly Scotch. You're not screwing around look, here, Chad. No, no, not at all. What I would, what I would look for is something called Glen Scotia. Glen Scotia is not too hard to find. It's from Campbelltown, which is down on the Kintyre Peninsula to the southwest of Scotland. And it's one of the smallest, it's the smallest uh, of, the, of the Scotch regions in Scotland. Uh, Springbank is a little better known there, but Glen Scotia is one of my favorite distilleries. They do not make bad Scotch. Mm. And they have age statements of 15 or a 16 that I find them to be kind of very pliable to go with different dishes. So I think something like that would go very well with Turkey. Now, going in a little bit of a different direction, Oban uh, is well known. Some people pronounce it Oban, but I've been to the town of Oban, O-B-A-N. And what you see from Oban, and you see this all over, this is widely available. This is from Diageo, which is one of the biggest spirits producers on the planet. Oban 18 is very readily available. How, what does that, what does that run you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it you know it depends in terms of the price. You could probably get this for about uh, between fifty and seventy, if I had to guess. Okay. Uh, I've not bought Oban lately myself. I do have a bottle. I've, I have a couple of others here, but Oban eighteen and Oban fourteen. Oban fourteen is their standard issue. Oban eighteen is is one that's a little higher, a little rarer to find, uh, but you'll see Oban fourteen everywhere. And the thing with Oban is that it's not. I find it to be not as focused as some other whiskey. So if you have something that's very flavorful, like a turkey, especially a turkey that's been, you know, deep fried or, 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 or has a lot of, you know, those juices and essences, you want something like an Oban because it's just not as focused, but it has a little bit of smoke. There's some people who really like the light smoke that Oban provides, and I think that goes very well 
with the turkey. The other one I might recommend is Royal Brockla, and the age statements on there are 12 or 16. Uh, Royal Brockla is up in the uh, kind of on the edge of the Speyside region in the north. You'll see this around again. Uh, it's it that's not quite as focused, but there's a little more weight to it. So if you have say a lighter turkey or a drier turkey. Royal broccoli is going to be a little juicier and might be a good compliment. Ooh, there. interesting. Yeah. So if uh, if your mom screwed the pooch by over roasting the <laughs> turkey and, and dried that <laughs> some bitch out, then you, you have to loosen it up a little bit with the right spirit. Do you think it is worthwhile uh, for people who in, enjoy a darker tipple for them to go to Scotland and go on some of these tours? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, it's really fun because you learn the different regions, you learn the different styles. Um, the different types of barley that they use, the different ages. You know, the thing that kind of blew me away, and as you know, I cover Congress, uh, and I, I was surprised when I, I put this question to Mitch McConnell. So they love in Scotland to get their hands on a good Kentucky bourbon barrel. So what happens is, because the folks in the building, big, big white dome here in Washington, they passed a resolution in 1964 that says that you have to um, use the uh, barrels only once for the production of bourbon in the United States. And bourbon is a product that can be produced in any of the 50 United States. It's just not something from Kentucky, although Mitch McConnell 93% of bourbon is distilled in Kentucky. Yeah. And so I'm going through, well, I mentioned Glen Scotia earlier, or I was at uh, Tully Barden, which is a distillery in, uh, in the lower uh, highlands and things. And you see all of these different barrels from Jim Beam and Woodford and Heaven Hill. And so what has happened is they've done the bourbon here in the United States and because of Congress, they can only use the barrels here once. So they ship them over there and they love to get those essences out of a Kentucky bourbon barrel and use it two or three times. Ooh. And so I showed this to Mitch McConnell one time and I showed him, I said, I was, at the, I was actually at the warehouse at uh, Glen Grant in Speyside, and he said, he said, so they use our barrels over there? And I said, yes. He goes, well, that just proves that what we produce in Kentucky is the best stuff. So, um, but yeah, they love to use a good Kentucky barrel over there in Scotland when they produce their scotch. Yeah, point taken. Um, so let's talk a little bit about some other things that might be on the table, like stuffing and even green mm -hmm. bean casserole. So y you've got suggestions for each one of these dishes, Chad. I'm wondering, will you be able to stand up by the time they serve the pumpkin pie? Well, I don't know that I would pair with each individual dish. I have been. You could, before. according to your list, you at, could. You could, you could. And, and and the key, I think, is to try maybe just one or two little uh, drams together, you know, with maybe a couple of dishes. Sometimes what I'll do when my wife cooks at home, uh, especially a piece of steak or beef, I will go and get maybe two, you know, small drams and compare and figure out which one goes best with that cut of meat. And so there's experimentation involved here. And so with the stuffing, uh, one distillery I like, which is in the lowlands, is Akintoshin. And, and Kennedy, half the fun here is, is learning how to pronounce these places. So Akintoshin. And trust me, after you've had a couple of drams, the pronunciation comes much <laughs> easier at that stage. So Akintoshin is outside of Glasgow. And they claim that they produce their scotch, they triple distill it. So they, they run it through three times. This is something you see in the production of Irish whiskey a lot of times. And so anytime you run it through more, it makes the spirit a little uh, cleaner, a little brighter, a little bit lighter. 
And so one of the recommendations I would do is almost any expression from Akintoshin, uh, but also from, you know, one of the Irish distilleries. I think, uh, you know, Red Breast, which you can see the 12, which is around a lot of places, mm -hmm. a lot of places. That's really good. Just good old fashioned Jameson. That's good. I love uh, Jameson. I'm not yep. going to lie to you, Chad Pergram. I'm a simple yep. woman. I'm actually half Scottish, too. So I'm a little right. embarrassed okay. that I haven't been there. My family originally is from Paisley. Ah, yes. Yes, I've been through Paisley as well. Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. But one more I'd recommend with the stuffing here because you want a little bit of texture. There's a distillery in space I called Mortlack. And they have, I guess when you, and I've not been to this one. There's been many I've been to, but not to this one. Mortlack still room just looks crazy from what I'm told. And because they run it through so many different pipes and things, they have one, it's kind of like a, a, it's almost a still, they call it the wee, um, the wee witchy. And so it, it's, so technically it's distilled 2.81 times. So Mortlack's flavors are going to be brighter and a little bit lighter, maybe not as light as what you would find in an Irish whiskey, but I think that would go pretty well with the stuffing as well. And you will see Mortlack around. What and about Mortlack, a little, again? What about a little cranberry sauce, though? Well, cranberry sauce. Okay, that's a good one too. Now I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna move a little bit into some other expressions here. So I, I might go toward rye. Now rye is not my favorite, but I, I would it's look at sweeter. Angel's Envy. Rye. Yep. Templeton rye. But then, because, again, you, you have a sweetness, but you also have an intensity with the richness of the cranberry sometimes. And so you need to temper that somehow. So I want to put a little smoke with that. So the distillery I'm going to mention, and you could do this with any of the more traditional customary uh, whiskeys that you would get from Isla, the, the Whiskey Isle, which is known for its very smoky essences. The one I picked is something called Anok. I'm going to spell this for you because this is the Gallic and this is where it's, it's very hard to pronounce and sometimes hard to read. It's spelled lowercase a-n, same word, capital C, N-O-C, Anok. Anok. And Anok is peated typically. Uh, it's a little more of a floral peat versus that medicinal seaweedy peat you get from Isla. But, I, but you're going to have, but the peat is what generates the smoke in the expression Interesting. because that's what they use to dry the barley. And so I think that that some whiff of smoke and the reason I went with Highlands because I'm thinking about like peat bogs up there that they have. And of course, you're getting cranberries out of a bog as well. I thought something smoky like Anok might be a good pairing. That, with is, that is lovely. And, but, but I like where you're going with the contrast. And I also, yeah. you know, you have such a technical and disciplined mind that uh, you were almost made to be a scotch connoisseur. Well, it's something that uh, I had studied wine for a long time, uh, Kennedy, and, and I found that when we started going to Scotland, it was something I kind of was able to pick up. You know, I'm from rural Ohio, so I know a little bit about agriculture, so that's interesting to me. Um, number two, I think by having studied wine, it gave me a good foundation, especially because they finished some scotches and wine casks, uh, you know, especially sherry and Pedro Jimenez, so that helped me a little bit there too. But I don't think had I had that foundation in wine, would that have, you know, I wouldn't have done as well in learning scotch. Uh, because again, you have to kind of start somewhere. So that, that helped me a little bit in kind of trying to learn some of this stuff. Well, let's, uh, let's try and, and stay on our feet enough for 
dessert. And obviously pumpkin pie is the big one. And this might be, you know, people may have uh, wine throughout dinner. And, and now when they get to the pumpkin pie, they, they want something a little stronger because, mm-hmm. you know, they feel like it'll help break down that heavy meal and the rich dessert. So, so what do you pair with pumpkin pie? Right. And I would stay away from something, uh, and again, to each their own, of course, but I would stay away from something that is smokier with the pumpkin pie, because again, you know, pumpkin is not that sweet per se. Uh, you know, so it's a little more, um, I wouldn't say herbaceous, but you're dealing with a vegetable here. You're dealing with pumpkin, okay, or something. So you have to have to pair it with something like that. So, so Chivas Regal, uh, which is a blend, good old, you know, an 18-year-old, uh, I think, is a, is a good one there. That's something that's readily available. Uh, Glen Rothis is another one, which is also in the Speyside region. Uh, I think any of theirs, especially if it's not something that gets too much into some of the other fruits, sometimes you'll pick up some essences of coconut or banana, mm. especially on Glen Rothis. Hello. But I think you can find something like that, which are beautiful uh, under their own there. And, and you know what the other thing I might mess with a little bit is, is Japanese whiskey. Um, there's something called Nika by the Barrel, N-I-K-K-A, Nika by the Barrel. I'm writing this down, which, Chad. Which is a, comes in a very small bottle, and I might experiment a little bit with a Japanese one there. But, Kennedy, do you know what my absolute, unequivocal favorite pairing of scotch with any food is, period? No. Green bean casserole. Oh, yes, I love green bean casserole! Because I'm from the Midwest, right? That's right. Okay, green bean casserole. And Valentine's 12. It has to be Valentine's 12. It is magic in your mouth. I'm telling you, and this is one I kind of stumbled across. I, I used to love my mother making green bean casserole and my aunt for Thanksgiving dinner. And of course, I never had Valentine's 12. But that pairing, it just, the marriage of the texture of the green beans and, you know, the, the dirty onions you put on the top and all that sort of stuff, and the texture of the, of, of the, of the, the you know, the, the mushrooms and everything. And then when you get to the Valentine's, it just, it just flattens it all out in a beautiful way. Yeah. I, uh, I'm listening to you, and I'm inspired by this. I'm going to get my, my brother, uh, he is a phenomenal cook, and... For Thanksgiving, I'm going to gift him a bottle of... Well, I'll ask you, if I'm going to gift him one bottle that will be versatile enough to handle, you know, at least a main and a side, what should I get him? If not Valentine's 12, what what should it be? I I think I'd try to find some Glen Scotia because I think that that goes well with a lot of different things. Another one that I would do... I hope he's not listening to this because now it's going to ruin the surprise. Uh, Tough Tetons. The other thing I'd look for, if you're looking for a little bit of that peat and smoke, but mm-hmm. you don't want a big heavy one like Lagavulin or Lafroig from Isla, I would go to another part of the island of Isla to Bomore. They put the emphasis on the Sakan Salabal there, <laughs> Bomore. And, and the same thing with Ardbeg on the southeastern tip of the island, which is even stronger and heavier in terms of the peat. But Bomore, they are a little more... Um, almost lyrical in the way that they produce their scotch, I think. It, it has a nice balance. It's a good entry drug to peat and smoke. And it's not too heavy. And so, you know, there's a lot of weight to your Lafroigs and your Ardbegs, mm-hmm. but not to Beaumore. And so I think that's a better one to go for because there is a versatility with Beaumore to go with other dishes and give you just a little bit of that smoke. And it's more focused than the Oban. Remember, we talked earlier about how the Oban 14 and the Oban 18 it can be a little bit um, 
jangly, uh, so to speak, but, but you got the peat and you got the smoke there. I think the bull moor is a little more crisp. Well, we have handled Thanksgiving so beautifully now, Chad, and I really encourage people, uh, if, if they are fans of the scotch or they're just dipping their toe in the, in the scotch pool, um, to, uh, please, you know, be sanitary and wash your feet before you do that, especially if you're going to serve it to guests. But now people can go out and they can investigate, they can try, they can experiment. And I have to ask you, because I always add uh, bourbon to my pumpkin pie, what would mm-hmm. you recommend? What, what spirit should I put into my pumpkin pie to bring out those natural earthy flavors that we were discussing? You know, something, if you, if you did that, I would go with something pretty standard, like Bullet would be good for that, That's or right. maybe even Evan Williams. You'll see Evan, Evan Williams is kind of... Uh, um, a, a versatile one. You know, sometimes you'll see Evan Williams being sold as eggnog already made together. Oh, so I've, I've had it. Ones. I'm not embarrassed yeah. to say it. Yeah, yeah, that might be a good one to, to, to start with. Um, maybe McKenna uh, or Elmer, Elmer T. Lee gets a little bit up there. I, I wouldn't go with a really expensive one like your, your Stags or, or E.H. Taylor's or something in that area. But, but a good Evan Williams, I think, yeah. Uh, and maybe even sometimes just a good old-fashioned Jim Beam bonded is, is nice as well. I love it. Chad Pergram, thank you so much for taking the time out of your incredibly busy day, which has been absolutely wild as of late. You handle everything. You are an encyclopedia in terms of news and Congress. You break so much news. You offer so much dignity to all members of Congress and their staff, and that's why they open up to you. And thank you for opening up with your expertise, particularly about Scotch this Thanksgiving. Thanks again, Chad. Thank you, everybody. Have a safe holiday. Don't drink and drive. And bon appetit. This has been Kennedy Saves the World, along with Chad Pergram. I'm Kennedy. For more podcasts from my friends at Fox, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch.